Hello and welcome to the Line Movers Network. We appreciate you spending time with us today and welcome any and all feedback. Catch us anytime on Twitter at the underscore LM Network. Again, on Twitter at the underscore L-M-N-E-T-W-O-R-K for all your sports gambling information. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the PGA Tour podcast brought to you by the Line Movers Network. This is Ian Robbins with your weekly look at the PGA Tour. Remember to follow us on Twitter for all content at the underscore LM Network, and you can follow me at, at Robbins Ian on Twitter. Taking a look last week, the PGA Tour, it's an exciting weekend tournament in Las Vegas, the second half of a back-to-back swing in Las Vegas with the CJ Cup. In the limited entry field, so a small field, no-cut event, we saw Rory McIlroy take home the crown with a very strong weekend performance. Rory McIlroy was shot 25 under on the, on the uh, four-day sweat stretch, best player over the course of the weekend, and was able to hang on and do what he had to do on Sunday to hold off a hard, fast-charging Colin Morikawa, who shot 10 under on the day on Sunday, to just miss out by one stroke. Looking at what we talked about last week on the podcast, we mentioned that Colin Morikawa playing on his home course was probably the best play at his price. Uh, certainly had a chance, gave himself a chance. Talked about the leaderboard flipping with an easy score, easy course scoring course. Colin Morikawa shot 10 under, found himself in the mix on Sunday. We also talked about Rory McIlroy maybe being a look in play. He cut up to a little slow of a start and really turned it on at the end. Um, having Knowing he has four rounds for some of these better players when it's a no-cut event, really shifts their mindset. They don't have to, they could kind of ease their way into the course, especially when it's an unknown course, they could feel their way around. And when the, the, they know what they're doing, they know what the, the shots they're looking for, the talent comes through. And we saw that with Rory with a strong performance in his first performance back after the Ryder Cup. Rory earned his 20th victory on tour, which gives him a lifetime exemption, joined an elite club, certainly somewhere that he belongs to be. A couple of guys that stood out to me, Last week that I just want to mention and talk about as we move forward into this continued offseason swing when a lot of the top players are going to be taking off some time, maybe playing in Europe for the for the championships in Europe. One guy, Aaron Wise. Aaron Wise has been a guy that we've been on for a couple of weeks. He finished in the top 10. This week, once again, was strong all week. Was is always a very strong DraftKings play because he's a birdie maker. And he really does well in, in this fall swing. He has wins on tour. He's a guy who plays coastal course as well, and that's the, where the tournament's going to start swinging in the next couple of weeks in some of the weaker fields. Aaron Wise is definitely a guy to keep an eye on, keep, keep your watch on as we continue on into this fall swing season. Another guy that we talked about, maybe one of the most talked about guys besides Rory McIlroy and Colin Morikawa over the course of the weekend, Ricky Fowler. Now, Ricky Fowler has definitely been off for a couple of years. Uh, he actually lost his tour card, did not make the playoffs last year, and he's playing on sponsor exemptions. He'll get plenty. He'll he'll be in plenty of tournaments. We'll see him again this week. But Ricky Fowler found himself in the final group on Sunday, and that's the, this maybe maybe could be this is a similar turn to what we saw with Jordan Spieth last year, a former top-notch golfer, former champion golfer who kind of lost his way. Now Spieth had a little bit higher pedigree, but you know Ricky. Certainly has the talent. Maybe he worked on some things. Maybe he found something. He's got a couple of strong performances in a row. He's going to be in the field again this week. And maybe Ricky Fowler's a guy that that might be in for a bounce back season. We've certainly seen it. Um, so just another guy just wanted to mention. Let's shift our focus into this week. We find ourselves in another small field event, 78-man field, and the tour makes a stop 
into Japan for the Zozo Championships, making a return overseas to, to Asia and Japan for the first time since the Olympics. And this tournament was played last year in California. Did not travel there due to COVID restrictions. And it's really exciting to see we actually this tournament is actually going to start Wednesday night. So be careful of that. If you're playing draft games, if you're getting bets in, this tournament is going to start Wednesday night in the U.S. because of the time difference. So it is going to be a limited field event, no cut event again. The field is not going to be as strong as it was last week. Not a lot of the top players are making the trek over to Japan for this tournament. But we do see a couple of bigger names going over there. But with that, the those names are a little bit more expensive on the top. And the two big players going over there, Xander Shoffley, defending gold medal champion, where the tournament was played in Japan, and Colin Morikawa, one of the top golfers in the world right now. We just saw him strong, close, close Sunday well. Um, played great at the Olympics as well. Uh, those are your two favorites, and they're about six, seven to one, depending where you are. And they're definitely warranted to be that price. And with those two guys, I'm going to take a similar approach to what we talked about with Rory McIlroy last week. And we're going to wait to see and wait to let this, this field kind of take shape. I mean, we see where they are on, on Thursday. If they're back a couple of shots, we're going to try to take a look at them in play. Um, so, but that's the top guys in the field. It does drop off. There's a couple of, of top tier golfers, but it does drop off. The bottom of the field is not as strong as it was last week. So we'll talk, try to find some gems in the value, try to find some value along the board. Let's talk about the course. So at the Accordia Golf Narashino Country Club in Japan, and this is the second time that sermon is being played on this course. It went, they expected 2019. Last year was played in California. And in 2019, the champion in the inaugural Zozo was Tiger Woods. And this one of his first major, you know, he, he came back off injury. This is 82nd victory's last victory on tour. I see he's not going to be playing this weekend, unfortunately. So this is a par 70, about seven, 70,000, uh, 70,000 yard or 7,000 yard course. Um, not too long, not too short. Uh, on a par 70, it kind of neutralizes the length. Um, we do see on a par 70, which is unique, we have an extra par five and an extra par three. So there's not as many par fours. So there's five par, par threes on this and three par fives on the course. This is a tree line course. Um, a lot of bunkers that um, go feet along the greens. It is played on bent grass, but the way that the cure that that the greens and the course is kept, um, it might play a little bit like Pespal, which is very flat. If we think back to what we saw in the Olympics, try to do a little bit of course design, the putting was a little bit easier on the Olympic greens. Um, just the way that the grass is kept in Japan is a little bit different than it's kept in the U.S. Um, so the putting might be a little bit easier. Uh, definitely gonna have to putt and play all around the greens, uh, play good sand players. This is going to look at an approach shot tournament, a second shot tournament. We're going to look at guys who are good getting on the green, good getting close to the green, good along the approach, and then good getting out of the sand, good some touch as well. So, again, this is going to start Wednesday evening, Wednesday evening, um, local time. So you want to look at the tea times. You want to look at daily fantasy. You want to look at that. Make sure you get your lineups in the Wednesday evening. So let's just look at some people that I'm playing already. So we talked about Xander Shoffley and Colin Morikawa, top two golfers in the field, tier of their own, definitely not alone in their top tier. Look for prices. I don't think I think that six to one, seven to one price is fair. I'm not one to play that kind of price in a tournament. 
Um, I think at top tennis fair, we talked about short uh, in these smaller field, no cut events. Andrew Shoffley is somebody who's always around and struggled a little bit last week, but ended up tied for 15th. And that's kind of what we see was in the Colin Morikawa, same thing. He's just the best approach player on tour. And when you got the best irons, you could really make any shot, no matter what course you're at. Uh, let's look at who we are on. So a couple guys towards the top I'm going to take a shot with is Will Zalatoris, Hideki Matsuyama, and Joaquin Neiman. So Zalatoris, I think, does have the approach game. I think if he can find his putter, I think with a flat putting surface, he's going to have a chance. He's going to be in a short course field. I think he's been feeling a little bit of pressure now that he's a full-time member on tour. He wasn't able to make the playoffs last year despite being in the top ranks. He's in the top of the world golf uh, in the world golf rankings. I think maybe getting away, getting in a short course field, a, a small man field, I think that might be a, good for him. Uh, he's a great approach player. He's a great ball striker. Uh, pretty good around the greens. Can play tougher courses pretty well. He's not great with birdie fest, and we've seen a lot of birdie fest early on. He is pretty good at these tougher course fields, and this this course did play a little bit tougher, so we're going to see how it plays Thursday. But I think Zalatoris is a guy to keep an eye on. This, this course might work out for him. Hideki Matsuyama, he's going home to Japan. He certainly lived up to expectations in the Olympics after a great close of the season. He's been in great form. Wasn't that great last week, but he, he wasn't terrible at all. Um, he's really just a, in, in a good golf mindset right now. And going to Japan, going to a, a climate that he's familiar with, going being at home, I think he's in a really good spot in about 16, 18 to 1. I think that's a good number on him. Who might be the third best golfer in this field. Another guy at the top I'm going to take a shot with is Joaquin Neiman. Neiman did play well over the weekend. Wasn't it, wasn't elite, but he played well. He's been close. He's been he's been playing well. I think this course setup, when I look at tree line fairways with bunkers around the greens, I think about Donald Ross design. And that's where Neiman is at his best in the U.S. is these Donald Ross design courses. And I think he's able to get his, his shots going. He's a decent putter. He's good. He's a good ball striker. Uh, he's got the talent. He's certainly one of the more talented players in this field. I think, again, with a weaker field and a number 20, 28 to 1 is what I saw him at open. I think that's worth it for, for Joaquin Neiman. Now, a couple guys down the board I'm going to take a shot with. Maybe fill out your DraftKings lineup with. Look at the top 20s, top 40s here. Two guys that are, are more known names, a little bit more known, name, known names on the PGA Tour. C.T. Pan, who's been around, really good player from Asia. Plays, plays well, some of these tougher courses in the U.S. He was got the bronze medal in the Olympics, was in that long playoff. So he played well in Japan. Uh, I think the, the course fits him well. Uh, he's, he's a good player, good, plays good on tough courses. CT Pan's definitely got to look at 45.50, the one shop around those prices. CT Pan's definitely got to look at another guy who won his first ever PGA Tour start, Garrett Higo. Higo is a young South African golfer, won a couple of events in the European Tour, came over to the PGA Tour, won an event there, and then kind of struggled. Definitely has struggled to find, to find his form. But he's starting to... He, he, he's showing signs. He's showing signs of coming back. I think getting off the U.S., he might have had a little bit of pressure to live up to that amazing run that he had towards the middle of the summer. And I think just kind of resetting, knowing he won't get cut, knowing he's got some time, he's pretty good 
out of the sand. He's a pretty good ball striker. He's a good, he's a good putter. Uh, I think he's got a chance. He's, I think his number just is, is too cheap for his talent. He's a young, he's 22 years old. He's extremely talented. And I saw him as high as 80 to one. And that talent just outweighs that price and that number. I think there's just a, a lot of value there for Gary Kigo. A couple guys who play in the Asian tour that I'm going to take a look at. One guy, Takumi Kanaya. Now, he's a Japanese golfer. He was number one amateur golfer for a long, long time and then started playing some Euro events last year and actually did well. It's actually on him for a couple numbers. He was a good DraftKings play. He did place in the top 20, top 30s, and top 40s, and he's a young golfer. He's been playing on the, on the Japanese tour. Very, very talented, very well measured in his field. Definitely wants to put on a show with some PGA um, PGA hopes on the line here with it being a PGA sanctioned event. Takumi Kanaya saw him anywhere from 50 to 65 to one. And uh, former number one world amateur golfer just turned professional has been playing well, is in good form. I think he does have the class to play up to this talent level and he can't hang with some of these guys. Another guy who's been showing off pretty well is Chan Kim. We saw him in a couple majors. He gets through, uh, he's won a lot. In Japan, he's won a lot in Asian tour. Chan Kim has been very good on some tougher, tougher courses. He's played well in majors. He's played well in w, WGC events. He's got a number about 101. And this is a short field. It's something that he, he's familiar with this type of golf course. He has played well. Chan Kim is a guy that I will be on. I think he's a little bit undervalued based on maybe people not knowing about him too well. But I do think he has a chance to show up, maybe be in that top 10, be in the mix towards the end, depending how tough this golf course plays. This golf course could play tough. If this golf course does play tough, it's going to – the better players – the better tough course players are certainly going to rise, and you're going to see a lot of movement. Uh, just like we did last week. With tougher courses, you can see a lot of movement by guys dropping off. Somebody has a, a really good round. They could rise up through. Just like on an easier course, scoring is easy. Things can go up. So we want to see how this course is going to play. It's only been played once before. We have a little bit of data, a little bit of familiarity. That was two years ago. Field is different. We're going to see how this course plays. But, again, guys who I'm on right now, who I see some value in Will Zalatoris, Hideki Masuyama, and Rocky Neiman at the top of the board. Middle round, military guys, C.T. Pan, Gary Kigo, some long shots, Kumi Kanaya, Chan Kim. One guy I'm going to mention, I'm not going to be on, but you, you might, if you read about any previews, one guy's going to pop in models is Keegan Bradley. Finished well two years ago here at this tournament, um, finishing behind Tiger Woods. Metrics fit his, fit his talent for sure. He's a second. He's a great ball striker, great approach player. Um, if the putting surface does play easier, he can't find his putting stroke. He's going he's gonna to do well. I'm just going to pass on him. I don't think he's been in great form. Um, I'm just going to take a pass on him. I know he's going to be a popular play. He's a guy I'm going to look not, – maybe not fade, but just I'm going to take a pass on him. But anyway, we're going to look at Xander Shoffley. We're going to look at Colin Morikawa in play. If I see a value at that point, we're looking to tweet that out. We're looking for the top of the board. Hometown of Decky. I think he's the top player of the weekend. Will Torres. I think he's right there with him. My favorite long shot this week is going to be Takumi Kanaya, Chan Kim, see if they can make something happen. Good luck this week. Remember to follow us at the underscore LM Network. This is Ian Robinson with your daily look at the PGA Golf Tour. Best of luck. Thank you for joining us on the Line Movers Network. Look for us on YouTube at the Line Movers Network 
and on Twitter at the underscore LM Network. Again, find us on YouTube at The Line Movers Network and on Twitter at the underscore LM Network. Until next time, enjoy and have fun.